Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, the pace are bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen. Put on that lily white and run on to that green. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its loads of nights. We fought our team through thick and thin and all those glory nights. And when the game is done, we'll sing a song and talk it out all night. Hey! Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow, you are the first team. Alright, season six, episode 16 of the Tottenham Family Podcast. Joining me this week, my co-host, John Stiggles. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, hello. Um, it's just a two-man pod this week. We had hoped to have Zoe Pearson on the pod, um, but she doesn't seem to be able to join us today. Um, John, um, it's been a few weeks since, since we we lasted a pod, and, and uh, since you were last on the pod, um, and obviously a lot's happened since then. So the big news, Unai Emery, out of a job. What a pity. I was hoping he would <laughs> take him down. Um, fucking feckless idiot he was. Um, perfect for that club, perfect. And I also don't think they they all want Pochettino, but I don't think he's going to go anywhere well, near them. I don't, really don't. We'll gather your thoughts on Pochettino and Mourinho over the course of the pod. But let, let's start off with talking about um, yesterday's match. So another win. That's three wins um, on the spin. Now uh, two two in the league. You've got to go all the way back to April, the last time that, that that we did that in in the league, or for that matter, in all competitions. Um, going straight into a question from listen listener Darren Pamenter. Um, his Twitter handle is at daz p nineteen nineteen. Is it true? Did Sissoko really score? <laughs> it was Pele esque, wasn't it? The, the leap, the touch. Um, so uh, somebody said to me oh, Sissoko's going to bag one today and I wish I'd um, put a couple of quid on it that's a lovely well taken goal um, lovely football as a way the way he peeled off the man and got got on his, uh, got behind him lovely I'm so pleased for him but you know that's was that, he's got three goals for us now um, League Cup against West Ham and a tap in versus Huddersfield so you know he's, he's doing well he's just got to keep going keep mm. going what's that three in 90 odd 95, 96 appearances, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not the best strike way. Not really. <laughs> when you, <laughs> but yeah, no. Fair play to him. You could see what it meant to him and to the players as well. So that, I think that there hasn't been a more popular goal scorer in a long time. I don't think. Good on him. Good on him. Uh, comment from Kent Goodrich. His Twitter handle is at Kent Goodrich. Sissoko scores in related news an outbreak of flying pigs is seen in the skies of North London, and then. Uh, Nikki Merritt, who was on the pod last week, she just says so many people, so many people know how much I love Sissoko. He always puts in a shift. When he scored, I cried, I screamed, I ran around the room, I cried and cried some more. What were your feelings? Uh, do you know what? We, I think yesterday was a, a, a match of two halves, really, wasn't it? The first half we couldn't pass the ball for Toffee. Uh, we weren't very good. Um, I don't know what happened in the changing room. At half times so we're going to ping it around like we did in the second half. Sometimes we look like we're the worst passing team in the league. But that second half performance just showed that mm. the players couldn't do it. Um, what what's surprised me is Jose's um, fixed the attack before he's fixed the defence. 
I thought it would have been the other way around. I mean, we've scored 10 goals in three games and but conceded six. Yeah. But as long as we're outscoring the opposition, I don't think it really matters. But yeah, I thought he would have gone for the defensive line uh, first rather than the attack. But that just shows you what a raft of great players we've got up front and how, how well they can be, you know, sorted out. And I think he said he just wants Deli Ali now. He's not a midfielder. He just wants him to be an attacker. That's fair. Yeah. I, I, um, I mean, it, He's, how, long, how long has he been at the club now? Is it 10 days or something like something that? Like he's had very little time to, to get his ideas across and, and, and work on things like, you know, d- defence, etc. Um, are you sounding paper, John? No, sorry, I was just taking a drink. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so he's, he's, he's had very little time to get his, his ideas across and... Um, like you said, we've got really good attacking players, so he's probably looking at it and he thinks, well, that's 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 sort of our strength, and, and he's utilising that. And I, I suppose short term, it's really about trying to get the players' confidence back, back, um, get them out of the rut that they were in, and, they, and we were in a rut. You know, whichever way you want to look at it, I think um, the players knew that, Pochettino knew that. We we were at best winning the odd game here and there, but we. But we it would then be followed by a draw or a defeat, and then we couldn't get consistent like that level of consistent cons- consistency. Even um, I think he's, he's just concentrating on, on that and just trying to get the players to play and to play to their strengths. But there's certainly you know that's what two goals we've conceded an average of two goals a game in in each of yeah, three games. And, and the the last two games they've both been on the same minutes, haven't they? The set, um, 96th and 79th I think yeah. or 70 yeah exactly the same minute weird start weird. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, there was a point you raised um, um, off air about uh, Dyer and the fact that he was flagging towards, towards the end and that uh, whilst he had a decent game um, do we need a better defensive mid- midfield player um, I think this goes this goes back to when Poch was manager of, um, and I and I was even back thinking back then why don't we play why are we not playing a a, a proper DM we haven't done for a long long time for about 18 months or a year to 18 months Winks isn't a defensive midfield player Sissoko isn't a defensive midfield player they might be Winks might be able to play a deep lying role and pick up the ball from 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 the def- from the defence and bring it forward, but he's not somebody that's going to provide that shield in the way that Dyer did in fifteen sixteen or Wanyama did in um, uh, sixteen seventeen. And I wonder what, whether that's been a contributing factor to us looking so vulnerable, not just under 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 Mourinho, but before that under Pochettino this season. We just don't have that shield. It might well be. I mean, Jose loves a defensive midfielder. Um, absolutely does. Uh, it's, it, Dyer still looks like he's not fit and not fully ready for 90 minutes to oh. me um, he did he did fade heavily and you almost want to bring on another winger and, and have Musa sit back in that position um, but if he's going to start free scoring I don't know if you can really do that uh, yeah it is a concern Dyer's form um, and I think it's, it's something they may look at in the January window if there's any money going to be spent um, I, I think we that's that's going to be the key position for me, for me to fill going forward. Um, Dyer didn't have that bad a game, and I don't think you can 
pinpointing for any of the mistakes really but it just means him and Aurea really it, it just means you know you're, you're struggling in the last 20 minutes and that's mm. when we're tending to switch off yep. and if you know he, he, he took Dyer out after 20 minutes um, you know after Olympiacos when it wasn't working and he's not scared to make those those defensive changes but you need to look at it as the whole it really does um, and the thing, good thing about Dyer is he's flexible and he can drop back and it's a back four with him in there mm. but I think we we need better, certainly need better in that position. The the is it Decore at Watford? I think yeah. he'd be gettable and he'd be a good choice for that. Um, but then again, I don't know if if um, Jose is going to want the the budget option. He's going to want the 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 big option. So we'll see how that goes with leaving. Mm. I mean, let's let's just say for a minute there isn't anybody available in the market in January or funds aren't available, etc. To get the type of player that Jose, you know, a big 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 signing um it's possible it's conceivable that that Dyer's just short of match fitness you know bearing in mind he's not had a pre-season true he could play his way in that's what um, i'm sort of thinking playing his the, way in the, the game the, the games are going to come thick and fast so we're going to need all the players so he's going to pick up the fitness so let's let's hope he can he can um pick it up and, and contribute for us going i mean you know the, everybody knows the, the christmas period is always always packed so we just got to hope we can, he can find some form. Mm. He wasn't that bad. He did a good job, but faded badly. Aurea did as well, if I'm honest. Um, Sanchez looked solid yesterday. Um, it was a nice back three with Toby, Jan and Sanchez. Um, I think Vertonghen uh, is the ideal player to, to sit in that back three. And it's, it's a good one. Uh, a good player to, to be able to put in there, really. I know... I thought, I, was say, I noticed this first hand last week against West Ham, and I know it's been it's been mentioned on various other podcasts as well. But um, the way that back four lined up against, firstly a week ago against West Ham, Davis was tucked in, and Serge was pushing up on the right hand side, and it effectively became a back three. Um, ben Davis is, is injured, so he's out of the equation now. And it's interesting that Jan came in yesterday because he he would he's perfect for that role. Yeah, he is, and it's interesting as well. The players that were looking off form and everything are picking up. And you know, I think a lot was said about the players need to look take a look at themselves um, and their performances under Pochettino. I um, yeah. I still. Uh, I, know, you, you don't, I don't want to think they didn't weren't putting in the, the shift, but it it looks evidently like, and maybe the 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 change of manager shot a rocket about their ass. You know, Eric, I don't think we'll see Ericsson again. I'd be surprised if we do after yesterday. Mm. Um, he looks like he's gone, and maybe that money coming in will will free the money up for the defensive midfielder. Um, yeah. A question from Art Stoll. He just says, um, "What's the issue with Ndombele? Lacking fitness, disinterested in tracking back once the ball is past him." Um, and then he just says, "Son and Ali worked harder to him, uh, harder to win the ball back than he did." Ndombele's a strange one because he's technically he's a very good player, um, and 
you know, previously a lot of fans were saying he should start. Why doesn't Pochettino start him? Why is he not playing a full full ninety, etc., etc.? And Pochettino did keep saying that there, you know, there were issues with his fitness. Um, and I and and I don't think anybody really paid much attention to that, and they were just going on about um, how he's got to start every, every game. But um, I didn't think he was great yesterday. I think there were there were moments when you know again technically he's very good, but he just didn't seem to. I can go with Mark. I don't, I don't think he seemed to work hard enough, and particularly in a Mourinho team, I think that you know game time will be be limited if there are other players that put in a shift ahead of him true true but I don't think anybody really covered themselves in glory in the first half mm. um, so I, I wouldn't be making any rash judgments based on that I don't think he's a defensive minded player in any way shape or form I think he likes to get forward and I think he's more I think he's more of a, a replacement for Ericsson than we realise I think I might have said that before so I think he likes to sit forward so we do need that defensive screen behind him mm. Um, he's he's going to rely on on Dyer mopping up him receive the ball turn and go and find that pass because he can make a lovely side rule pass and he loves to get that ball forward quickly. Um, so I, yeah, I just think he just needs to sit in front of a, a defensive minded player and, and pick the ball up and make things happen. Yeah, um, I was surprised that with the with, with the starting lineup yesterday in the in the I I just felt he included obviously. Winks who played in the previous two two matches did, didn't start this this one for whatever reason. Um, and Dumbele comes in fine, Dyer's there, but then he had Sissoko ahead of Mora, um, and it just felt that the midfield might be a little bit con- congested. And I and I wonder if if you had Dumbele and let's just say Dyer and not Sissoko, um, and that centre of the park wouldn't have been so conge- con- congested and. It would have put the onus on Dombele to take a bit more of a lead and a bit bit more responsibility. Yeah, now, now you mention it. Yeah, the fact that Sissoko was in there as well, not a, a true and out, out winger in, mm. in Mora, is a bit of a weird call. Is it? Mm. But we got the result, so yeah. it's a weird call. But we got the result. Yeah, I, it's, um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm more thinking in terms of did 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 the selection favour? Um, it favoured us, but did it did it suit Dombele? To get the to get the best best out of him, possibly um, not. And Sissoko, who you mentioned, um, I mean, yeah, he's not Lucas Moura, but bloody hell, he, he covered a lot of ground again yesterday. Um, and had, he'll had, always, I think he'll always put a shift in. He's always been that kind of player. He'll always just run and run and run himself into the ground to break up the play and he'll give everything. And I mm. think that's why he's such a, or becoming such a, or has become such a fan's favourite in that in that sense because he. He does give everything for the team, and he will keep trying. And that goal has come, and it, you know, the, the loud bang, the sonic boom last night was probably still the celebration from him scoring. It was mm. he, he gave everything <laughs> yesterday. So glad for him that he scored. The way he shaped up to um, shoot, technically, I mean, that was that was just you know, if that had been Harry Kane, would be actually lyrical about it. We'll be going on about it forever. I mean, it was it was a superb finish. It wasn't just it was. the fact that he scored. I mean, and he did score a worldie, but just before he even connects with the ball, the way he shapes his body up and then follows it through, hits it, find, finds a corner. Um, it's fantastic. And, you know, this is a player that, is, you know, um, for all his efforts, he is, he is a butt of jokes when it comes to 
um, chances on 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 goal. Um, he's uh, the thing is he's playing with confidence, and I think the 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 Cruyff turn or the the Sissoko turn that he did in front of the uh, the box at the other end of the pitch um, was absolutely and we hit the shot that w- was was goal bound but was blocked by one of their players and probably nearly took his legs off. Well, he, he played he's playing with confidence and that's a good thing. I think when he first started he was lacking in confidence and there were, you know he's picked up and I think he'll he'll carry on in that vein. He's, a, he's now an important player for us and I think we all slated him to begin with. I certainly didn't think he was going to be a very good player for us but he, he's turned around. He's turned me around. Mm. Um, a question for Ken Kutrish. I think that this is something that you, you touched upon earlier about conceding um, conceding late goals 73rd, 96th minute and Ken just says um, why the late defensive lapses. Jose knows how to get a lead. Um, next thing he needs, needs to do is to teach us how to keep it. Um, I mean, I, again, I, I mentioned the, the defensive shield in front of the back four, but also the back four. Um, I mean, these are good players. Out of Herald, Vertonghen, Sanchez. They are good players, and um, for whatever reason, they, they've they lost some of their confidence, some of their form, and they need to re- re- regain that. And winning breeds confidence and they'll mm. keep going and uh, you know i think gazaniga should have done better potentially if you look at his starting position for the free kick he was certainly over towards um the right hand side of the goal he needed to be more central he could have done possibly done better, a little better with it but i you know i don't think yesterday they they played they played well for for 80 minutes or rather 73 minutes and then just kind of turned off and it was the typical usual thing where we just sit back and invite the pressure we need to keep that ball, recycle that ball and keep it going forward and keep the pressure at the other end of the pitch. Um, other teams will look with that and see that there's there's a potentially a little weakness that they can exploit and we've just got to eradicate that from our play, I think. Mm. Um, question from, or point from Karim Karim Grantley. He just says, as a long-time Spurs fan since 1972, do we now think we have our Tottenham back with lots of goals and a slightly dodgy defence we will score more one than you we will score one more than you even well as long as we are just uh, scoring one more than the others it's it's, it's brilliant it's it's um, you know we're, the, the, as the song goes we're going to score one more than you and as if, if we if we win one nil we'll win three two it's 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 a win a win three points mm. moving up that table you know we, we can catch Chelsea now with them getting beat by Canning Town yesterday we can we can catch them. Um, we've got to play Chelsea. Still got to play Chelsea twice, so that's six points we can get back up on them. Yeah. We've just keep, you know keep playing with the confidence, keep playing to win. The the defend the defence will sort it will start to keep clean sheets. I mean that scoring one more than the opposition. Are we are we are we back to 1994 and Ossiardi as as the manager <laughs> and that mentality? Because I, I I you're right in what you say in that. Essentially, that that's all that matters. But I suspect that Jose will start start to tighten things up, and I and I think that he will. Uh, he won't be happy. He won't. Yeah. Uh, no, no fan will be happy with conceding two low goals that like that and putting the pressure on us. Great for um, neutral. And, yeah, great for neutral. And, and to be honest, it could have been a lot worse at the end. There, there was they had a glorious yeah. chance. Um, it could have been a lot worse. But the Tongan's lunge, I think. Yeah, it, yeah, uh, it was a great Last-ish tackle. tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely beautiful tackle, well timed. Um, but yeah, we, we, we'll 
will get better at the back. It will get better, no doubt. Like I say, it's Jose's uh, raison d'etre, isn't it? He's is, is operation. It's how he operates. The back will get tightened up, and then it'll be fine. Maybe, maybe we just have to keep going till January, and the player comes in. Maybe Wink sits in there and does a job. Maybe Dyer p- keeps producing some form. Don't. We'll have to wait and see. Hmm. I think it'll come. So going forward, I mean, d- defensive issues aside, we, we, we've sort of talked about that. That's well documented. Um, stylistically, um, what differences do you see under Jose compared to? It's a bit unfair if I say compared to Pochettino because Pochettino was there for five and a half years, and and you know, th- th- it, certainly you, you can make comparisons with, I think, the last few months of Pochettino, but they they were also very different from previous seasons like 15-16 or 16-17 or 17-18 and and, 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 and that's one question and and also on that um, it's something that Kent Goodrich also raised um, and he just says Jose clearly wants wants us to be more direct which has different forms it can be shit Allardyce football or it can be hoddle like 40 yard passes our goals yesterday were the latter So we, we do seem to be getting the ball forward quicker. There's no playing out from the back. There's no tippy-tappy, which puts our defence under pressure, which gave everybody the, uh, the jitters um, when Loris and everybody would... Uh, they used to wind everybody up. We are playing it forward quicker. We're playing it forward with more intent as well. Um, too many little side passes um, allowing teams to reset and get into formation and defend properly. We just... Uh, it's, it's that... For whatever reason, yesterday wasn't Kane's day, and but the thing is, he's freeing up Son um, and Ali to get in there and and to do the damage. And the thing is, if then people are, are trying to double mark Son or Ali out of the game, that frees Kane up. Yeah, so it's, it's it's almost a perfect foil for each other, the three of them. Um, they, the, Ali's playing fantastically as well. Uh, I'm glad we found him and rather his brother. Um, somebody said that that's 76 goals he's been involved in in 138 Premier League games. And he's still 23. That's fantastic. He he is he is an incredible player, and I'm glad he's coming back to his best. I really am. Um, it's certainly a lot quicker. It's certainly like like you say, di- yeah. di- direct. I mean, the, the whole thing with playing out the back. Uh, I mean, I, I know our fans didn't like it, but um, you know, Man City do it. Others do it. Um, it's. It was. It's a way to beat the high press when teams press you, and, and we didn't always do it under Pochettino. This is this is the thing. We, it, often it depended on the opposition, and if they were if they were pressing us high up the pitch, um, then we would try to counter that with playing it out and playing it round and through them, and then at, at its very best we could do that and do it quickly and start a move. And I think of like games like Barcelona last season in the new Camp. Mora's goal that that was from from the back. Another occasion as well. Brighton as well away last season. Um, I don't have a great. I don't have an issue. I never really had an issue with it in the past. Other than sometimes we just had this tendency to play it too much, and we became too predictable. And I think with football, whatever tactic you deploy, if you keep playing a particular way, teams are going to figure figure you out, and you need to mix and match. Um, and I think in the past we were guilty of too often using a particular strategy and not changing it when it wasn't working yeah 
yeah. But uh, if you keep doing the same thing repeatedly, you you just end up banging your head against the mm. wall. Um, and the, the thing is, the playing out for back, it, it would it can work, but it failed more often than not. Um, and we would just invite pressure back onto ourselves. Mm. If you allow a team to get set, any Premier League team, it's going to be hard to break them down. That you know, any team deserves to be in the pre- the teams that deserve, in the Premier League deserve to be there because they play well. And if it, if you get a good defensive shape, it's hard to break it down. And that's what happened against us. You know, Toby's lovely passing. You know, his 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 passing range with that that right foot of his is something to behold. He can put it on a dime. He's absolutely fantastic. And it's a definite weapon that we should employ. It's not something that we we shouldn't be using. It's to employ it. It's not route one, but it works. That that little that bring down that touch from that touch from Santa Ali, that finish, absolutely outstanding goal, absolutely outstanding. And we we scored twenty goals like that this season. I'd be bloody happy with that. Yeah, no, and it's something we d- did deploy occasionally in the past, um, but not not always. So it was welcome to. To see it, I mean, a few weeks back, I think it was it was the Everton game, and I was there with David Fornell, and we kept watching Delhi, and Delhi kept trying to peel away from his marker and, and make a run, and he did, and he wouldn't get the ball over the top. Toby would get it, and he was just too slow, too slow in getting the ball over the top, and you could see Delhi's Delhi's frustration, and I think that I think it's twofold now, what we're doing now, and what we were or what we weren't doing towards the end with Pochettino. One is that we're not we then we didn't mix and match it. And two, we were just too slow. Now it doesn't matter whether you're talking about long balls or balls on, on the on, on the deck and you want to keep short you know short passes on, on, on the deck. We were too slow in getting it across the pitch. It was too laboured and teams could uh, particularly in transitions, um when you even when we did have opportunities to, to punish teams we were just too slow and teams would then yeah. get back into shape and 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 uh, be difficult to, to break down it wasn't always the case that they were parking the bus often they just were, were quick and we were just too slow and they'd just get men behind the ball and in into position and and it's then difficult to, to break those lines and if you haven't got the the guile and the skill of an ericsson who let's face it hasn't been his head's not been in the right place for however many months, um, then it's very difficult to, to counteract that. Um, question from Nathan K. Proft. He just, his Twitter handle is at the real Nater Tot. Um, Sun's touch, absolute, absolutely sublime to assist Delhi. Is it me, or does it look like the players are actually trying now? And if that's the case, what happened behind clo- closed doors to st- stop the players? from playing under Pochettino I, I don't well the, the room I don't think Poch was engaged in the team as much as he should have been towards the end I'd heard that he was just watching from an office and he, he wasn't even taking the training I I think he wasn't he didn't want to be there um, but this is just rumours and speculation mm-hmm. we can we can speculate all we want the, the fact is that the form hadn't been good for a year Burnley away last season. Okay, we got to a Champions League final, but the rest of the form had been pretty terrible. If you look how many points we'd got, twenty was it twenty two points in twenty three matches, or was it the other way around? Absolutely, absolutely appalling. So something yeah. had to give, and unfortunately, it was Poch that gave. So I, I think um, 
in response to Nathan's question, we're not privy to what went on behind doors. Of we've we've heard and heard read the speculation as much as an next person. I that the um the thing about him watching training indoors. I mean that that I know happens even several several years back. You wouldn't necessarily take every training training session. Often, um, Jesus Perez would, would do that. And, and to be fair, a lot of managers aren't necessarily tracksuit managers and, and are hands-on with that with sort of that sort of thing i think arsene wenger for example at, when he was manager of arsenal he would often observe the training sessions but not really interact much and, and make notes and say very very little um but yeah i don't i don't know i really don't know about the players it's um it's great that they're trying now because we're starting to see some results, but also, I think as I said on the pod last week, it's also annoying that that they didn't beforehand. Um, and I think Brighton was the worst manifest- manifestation of that. The Brighton game where they weren't trying, they weren't running back, they were. There was just they seemingly didn't care. That's how it came across to who watching the game. So I, I don't know what's changed, and, and you know, and maybe maybe relationship with manager broke down maybe or maybe not even that but it was just they needed some some change um that change might have been the arrival of new signings i know we had a few but maybe 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 we needed a few more and maybe we needed some of those players to move on and we needed a little bit of freshness but um yeah it, it turns out it looks like it, it the manager replacing him um, was, the, the, you know, that that was the thing that that, that was done, and, and now they've they are, now they've got a new manager and, and, and a new message, and um, and they're responding. I mean, it, it might be that they were even not intentionally playing badly, if that makes sense. I'm not they were not they would, but just like subconsciously, without even thinking about it, they weren't putting the effort in. If that sort of makes sense. Yeah, it, I. I, I... I refuse to believe that they weren't trying 100% or, or giving everything. I, I, I just think that for whatever reason there was there was there were a malaise over the club and it had to change. Mm. I think it. I think it had probably run its course. I really do. Um, and as a, you know, as a friend said to me, Pochettino taught us to dare. Mourinho will teach us to do. I, Simple as that. At the start, start. Of the- Pod, I, 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 I joked and I, I mentioned um, Emery getting sacked, um, but the, obviously the, the, the big news was Pochettino getting sacked, and then within 12 hours, uh, Mourinho um, being appointed. So I just take this opportunity, because like, you haven't been on the pod since that time. Well, what were your thoughts on Pochettino, um, the sacking, and and now the you know the way forward with with Mourinho, how does it how does it all rest with you? Um, well, last time I was on the pod and it was another two man pod, I did say that it would be the start of a managerial merry go round, and it's it's who goes first to get the manager they want. And we went and got went first, and we've and we've got Mourinho in, and as Arsenal coveted them, I think that's quite a coup. Um, when I heard it was like being punched in the stomach, um, he, he's given that club, our club, so much. Um, and given that connection back to the fans, given them the belief and, and, and made us proud to be Tottenham fans again. Um, and 
it's a it's a very inglorious way to enter uh, what was a fantastic career for us. And then the next morning, I woke up and um, just check, checked my phone, and it was like already there was something going that that, that had been agreed in the background. I think that would that I don't think it was just a no, you know we we've sat potch let's look for a new manager all right here you go jose would you like to come to us i think it'll been worked out beforehand i think there was a couple probably a couple of weeks in planning this already um he i've always disliked um Mourinho as a or maureen as a manager oh uh, he's never been somebody that i whose principles i've believed in or, or, or somebody that I've had any respect for as a manager, I've, I've, I've actively disliked him. The thing is, I disliked uh, George Graham, and he won us a trophy. I disliked Ramos, and he won us a trophy. So I'm hoping this, my, my sense of dislike for Jose will do the same thing, and he'll win us something. Mm. Um, he's, he's, his, his behaviour at times as a manager is, is abhorrent, and it's not something that's very nice but if he gets us the results and gets where it gets us gets us start with trophies then it's something that we'll have to be put up with he may be a horrible horrible cunt but he's our horrible horrible cunt yeah um yeah um we've got we're, we're, we're returning to one of his old clubs um united in the middle of the week and then we've got burnley next Saturday at home. Um, how do you see these two go? How do you see these two games going? So the Man United game, I'm going to say we're going to win it three-two because without with our attacking play, I think we'll have too much for them at the back. Um, but again, it, I think they may be able to get some goals as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I reckon we'll, we'll win that three-three-two. Burnley, I, I think, are in a, a little bit of a, a downward slope at the moment, so I think we can get some points there as well. Um, but the Man United one's going to be an interesting game because I don't think the fans are going to let up on Jose. But I think he's he's going to want to go there with a point to prove. Really, I yeah. think I, I think we'll, we'll, like yourself. I think we'll, we'll get maximum points from both of the games. But I've got a feeling we might start to see a more um, resilient Spurs, and I think we, we, I I don't know I. I've, I feel we might even keep a clean sheet in, in one of these games. I I, I would say that probably be more likely to the Burnley game than the Man United one. Mm. Um, but I think Man United at the moment. I think it's going to be the United game because he knows their strengths and weaknesses better than anyone. True. This is true. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say Burnley, you say United. Okay. There you go. We both said six points, so as long as that yeah. happens, who cares? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Very briefly, just just going back to um, middle of last week, the Olympiacos game. Um, obviously, job done. We're in the we're in the last sixteen um, for the third consecutive season, I believe. Yes. Um, yeah. With a with a game in hand, which is effectively now um, a dead rubber because they've they've already qualified as group winners. We can't catch them. So, it'll be interesting to see if um, Mourinho. Rest a few players, maybe give some opportunities to some of the younger players in that game. Um, we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, thoughts, thoughts on the Champions League? Um, I I like the early substitution of Dyer when it was clear that the him playing in that position wasn't working. I thought that was a great decision and good a good a good from the manager. Um, it, it was a, it was a heartening result because it just shows that we don't give up and we can keep going. 
Um, but yeah, like you say, the, the Bayern Munich are getting pummeled in the league. So I don't know why they bring it in the Champions League. It could be an interesting game. Jose might just think, OK, we're going to go for this and put out a really strong team. And if, if Bayern don't put out a strong team, it, it could be, you know, a, a, a duck shoot. But we'll see. Mm. We'll see. Um, yeah, I, I just don't understand. Bayern, Bayern are a weird team at the moment. A very weird team at the moment. Have they appointed a manager? I don't know. I don't think they have. It could, it could be Pochettino by the time we play him. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I, I can't see that one, though. Do you know what? Just, I just, he'd have to learn German. I just can't see that. I, I, I think he'll either end up at, a, at either Man U or somewhere like Real Madrid or maybe even, even back at PSG. PSG is a good shout, actually. Yeah. PSG, because that that's his club. That's where he played. Yeah. So that that would be a very good shout him going there. Yeah. But he, you know he he's he's better than than the second tier team like Arsenal. Somebody he he's much better than that. He's coveted mm. worldwide. Um, he could he could say the Watford job there without a manager. He could do. Don't think he would though. No. There'd be more. There'd be more. Wouldn't have to move house. Wouldn't have to move house, and it'd be um, more worthwhile him managing them than it would Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. Who are losing. <laughs> That's good. Um, right, uh, very briefly, the reason I suppose laid this update this week because they're not playing, um, other than to, other other than to say that they play next um, middle of the week against Birmingham away from home, and then they play um, Brighton next Sunday. Um, right, let's finish off with a few more questions. Quite a few more questions. Um, some of which are from well, on the back of the appointment last week, but the week I couldn't get round to reading them on last week's pod um so firstly from ed brad um this is aimed at me um and he just says am i javed Mourinho or javed mo moan moaningo after three wins and a more motivated side um so this is um he knows i'm not overly pleased with the sacking of pochettino and i haven't it's fair to say warmed to jose with, with um open arms um so i Look, he's he said all the right things. We said that he's you know he's uh, you can call it PR. You could say that maybe he's actually gone away and reflected in the last however many months, eleven months. He's but he's been out out of the game. I'd I'd like to think it's the latter. I'd like to think that he's gone away and he's had a time to to reflect and he's come back with a bit more maturity and a bit bit more humility and and the thing with the thing with Jose Mourinho is I remember this years ago I think it was probably in his first spell at um, Chelsea or maybe he'd gone to Inter by this point and it was an interview with Sir Alex Ferguson and um, Ferguson said something along the lines of the person that you meet after the after the game is finished after the final whistle the person that I invite into my office and, and have a glass of wine with etc that Jose Mourinho is very different to the parody to, to, to the person that you see um, interviewed at a game, so it was almost like there were two Jose's, and I've got to say, when I when when I've seen him on when he was a pundit the last few months for Sky, um, he showed a much more humble side, a much more human side to the nasty piece of work that you know would often um, appear on our screens. Um, unless we forget also the time that he called, um, I forget her name, was Eva Canera, the Chelsea physio, what did he call her? He called oh, her yeah, yeah, yeah. daughter of a whore, yeah. um, which is you know, pretty disgusting. So, 
I don't know. Does a leopard change its spots? I don't know. But so far, he's he said all the right things, and can't argue with that. I can't argue with his record as as a manager, what he's achieved in the game, and and in a way, it's great that we've got somebody of that stature at our club. Um, I I can't even argue with the football that we've played the last few few games, aside from the fact that you know defensively we're, we're poor. I can't say that it's been boring or that we've parked the bus or anything like that. I think you know we've we've shown a lot of flair going forward. He seems to have got the best of Delhi Alley, or, or although I think there was a oh, there's an argument that, that Delhi's form was starting to improve anyway towards the end under Pochettino. Um, I can't argue with any of that. I think what gets my go is firstly I think I didn't I didn't want to see Pochettino go, but that's happened. That's that's gone. But now that he's gone, I think there are a lot of fans that are just sort of forgetting what Pochettino did at Spurs, and they are a lot of them are just fawning over um, Jose Mourinho, and I'm, you know, he's coming up with things like, "Well, let, let's come up with a chant for him." He's been at the club for two minutes. He's not achieved anything. He's been at the club for two minutes. There are players that have been at Spurs longer than Jose um, that that don't have a chance. So that side of it annoys me more um, but you know, I, I don't think anybody's ever going to deny what Pochettino did for us I don't think anybody's ever going to deny I think there are a lot of people conveniently forgetting it no I, I think I think so I think some people feel it was it was due for a change and it's changed so they're, they're behind Jose coming if it had been Eddie Howe I think there would have been a lot more or somebody of that ilk I think there would have been a, a lot more grumbling going on but I think Jose's he, Jose's ready to push us Take and take another step with a step forward, rather than just maintaining. Um, I, uh, there, there's a lovely shot of um, of Jose at the, the stadium, and it's got the picture of Mauricio Pochettino with on the Argentina flag in the background. I never want to see that taken down. Uh, uh, do you know? He he, he needs to be um, recognised for what he's done for our club, and that needs to stay there. And he needs to be seen to be part of our past and our, our present and our future. And I I I. I can understand why people um, are frustrated that uh, Jose has been welcomed with open arms and mm. he's being lauded already. But I don't. I think you can't dis, you know, disassociate ourselves from from our past. Um, they, they, but Jose is the future. The thing is, I loved Pochettino and I thought he was he was a cracking manager. I loved what he did for us. If he goes to manage Bayern or or um, Real Madrid or whatever I'm not going to become a supporter of those clubs because of him I'm still going to be a Tottenham fan I am a Tottenham fan and I'm, I'm supporting the club and whoever's at the club going forward the only way that I couldn't support it if it was somebody like George Graham and I, I fucking despise every second that guy was running out well, what, what, hold on what, what's, what's, what's the difference ex-Chelsea manager ex-Arsenal manager no uh, but uh, there's a difference between Arsenal and Chelsea Chelsea uh, you know just racists there, there isn't the history of us and Arsenal Arsenal's different. Is there's always that bite, and what again? He, he, that was a smack in the face to have an ex-Arsenal manager uh, like Graham in charge of us. I know he and it, it, he won us a trophy, but it, it, it's a smack in the face. Mm. I, and yeah, I, don't. don't I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna erase Pochettino from our past, but I'm also not gonna look to the future and enjoy what we're doing because of our past. Yeah, I, the, the flag thing you mentioned. I was, looking at a few responses on social media and a lot of people were saying take it down and well where's the flag for Bill Nick and where's the flag for, for 
Keith Birkinshaw, is he going to where's the flag for Arthur Rowe, the first person who, who led us to a league title with, with his famous push and run side? But th- just because there aren't flags for some of those managers, um, great managers, and they should be, by the way, um, that's not a reason to take down the Pochettino flag. And look at Liverpool, haven't they got flags of Shankly and Paisley? Yep. Um, and they, they hold them up in, in, in high esteem. And, and if people want to do that with Pochettino, that's fine. I look, I, I don't have to like. Jose to you know the, the, I, I support the team I want the team to do well so as long as we, we're doing well then then that's fine I don't need to to chant his name or hold, uh, stick him on a pedestal um, if he's doing a good job then great all, all well and good um, just get on with it um, question from James Parr what does it take for Jose to win over the fans that are upset what, what does it well um, what's he take to win over you Jav because this is directly aimed at you I don't I look I think I said on the pod last week I think that the, the bar is so high, high with Jose that um, he has to win either a league title or a Champions League at least one of those um, yeah. in the time that he's with us we haven't got him in to win a League Cup no um, I would agree with that that's that's in, a lot, that's in the long term in the short term um, you know he's there he's a manager He's done okay so far. We, we've we've won three matches. Um, we've done more than okay. We've won three matches. We've conceded a lot of goals. Um, that's probably a reflection of where we were beforehand. Even even under Pochettino, I, even games that we were winning, you always felt we're going to concede one. Or oh, sorry, oh, sorry, games that that you went into it thinking that we might win or pr- predicted that we were going to win. You always sort of factors in or probably going to concede a one because we were shipping goals so he's got that to deal with um but that's that's you know it's fine it, I, I don't like i said i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be chanting his name and and holding him up in the same way that i held up pochettino pochettino i think created a pretty good relationship with, with the fans and 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 the fans loved him I, I i think that it would take a, it would take a hell of a lot for jose to achieve that level of um of adulation but i don't he's he said it himself he doesn't need that he he, he doesn't care for him he, he was like if, if they love me or they don't love me it doesn't really matter for him it's all about you know, doing the job and being professional, and and in in his defence, wherever he's gone, he has, you know, been remained focused on 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 the job in hand. So it's it's all about it's all about re- results. If we keep getting results, then I think after a while, people will just um, get on board with it. Some might be more enthusiastic enthusi- enthusiastic than others about his appointment, but that's that's football. That's life. Um, Alright, question from uh, Gilly, at I know Alan Glossine, he just says Jose Mourinho has been brought in to take us to the next level as Pochettino has four top fours in a row and reached the Champions League final does Jose need to win the Premier League or Champions League uh, or is it Carabao um, which he says barely above EFL under 23 cup or an FA cup which the, the, this in this day and age seems to be a consolation for, 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 for the biggest clubs um, and it's okay after a big spend when he leaves okay after a big spend when he leaves behind a whiff of sulphur in two to three years 
But this is the thing, is, is what longevity he has. Is he just setting us up for the next phase to come after this one? And, and what's, what's par for Jose? What, what's par for his, his tenure here? I think it's going to have to be a title or a big cup like the Champions League. You, uh, like you said, I don't think the the, uh, the League Cup or the FA Cup is much of a, one of the, one of those is much of a return on on the investment in him. He's a proven winner, and he's got to prove it with us. And if he does it with us, I think it might be his greatest achievement. We'll yeah, no, agree, agree. I think I think he's it's it, it's certainly a big challenge he's he's taking on. So um, yeah. Um, <laughs> the Crockerall, uh, Mr. Analyst at Felix Tando too. As far as I'm concerned, we've sold or sold the devil. Question is, what are we going to get for it before it all goes bust? Well, we we'd like to think, like I said, a league or a title or a Champions League. I mean, yeah. it's, it's conceivable we could win the Champions League this season. We're in the last sixteen. Why yeah. not? So, some some kind of some kind of um, trophy, uh, a a big a bigger trophy than the League Cup. Poch gave us respect and love for our club back. He, he made us connected with it again in a way that some fans have probably not felt for, for many, many years. And I think with that, he, there's something there that Poch can work on. And I think he it's it's just delivering on the pitch with us. It really is. Um, all right, question from... Nice Twitter handle is handle is at Jose Shithousery. What <laughs> players? What players should be brought in to Spurs in January? Uh, off the top of my head, I'd like to see Decore coming because he's a, he's a strong character. But be, uh, do we need a left back? Do we need a right back? Ori is playing well, but for seventy minutes, um, we've got Sessegnon who's probably going to be more of a winger. Seen, seen more of a winger. Um, do we need another striker in to back Kane up? But when we've got um, Ali and uh, Son and Mora that can support him. We've got um, uh, Dombele in the middle. We've got El- Lo Celso if you want to keep him as part of whatever deal. Got a feeling he's going to get shipped back because I don't mm. think Jose fancies him, which is a pity because he looked quite good. Um, so I think uh, defensive midfielder, Decore, somebody of that ilk, but it's, it's whether or not we'll spend the money. It's also what's available in Jan- January. I, I, for me, for me, a right back, but. Um... If I was going to look at it more longer term, I'd, I've got a feeling that we're going to go in for a goalkeeper next summer. I think Jose will get his own goalkeeper in. I think we need a defensive midfielder. But yeah. at the moment, I think we really need to, as well as he might have played the last few games, I don't trust Sergio Ria, and I think we need a right back. Um, yeah. Who's the lad in Spain playing at Atletico Madrid? Perhaps we could get him. Trippier, Kieran Trippier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I. It's, a lot of it comes down to availability in January, really. Yeah. Um, there's also, obviously, I'm sure the Dybala rumours will, will resurface once again. Just briefly, on you mentioned Lo Celso. Um, it does seem he's fallen down the pecking order somewhat, just as fans were calling for him for him to start more games, and he was actually start he started a couple under Pochettino. I think the last two games. Um, suddenly he slipped down the pecking order. I, he he didn't come off the bench against West Ham, but he did come on in the middle of the week. Um, and he came on yesterday, but then you've got to ask yourself: the middle of the week, when we went, I think it was, was it one when, when we went two 0 down, and Dyer came off, he he could have brought on Lacelso at that point. Yeah. He decided decided to go for Ericsson instead. Now again, it, it proved to be the correct decision. I get that, but from the player's point of view, you 
got to ask yourself if he's behind Ericsson in the pecking order does that bode well for him it's where's his best position and where can he where can he play um, he, he, he's, I think Jose's found his, his front players that he likes and he'll rotate within those um, but it's and he obviously sees something in Ndombele like we all do but it's, if he can't see anywhere that he can fit in within the structure that he wants to play then you know you're looking at who drops out of that Sissoko I think Sissoko's proven his worth to him even though he said he doesn't see him in his in his formation so it, it might be he's the casualty it might be that he's the one that we don't keep hold of mm. which is a pity because I quite liked him when I saw him play yeah and I'm not sure are we under obligation to make that deal permanent I don't in the think summer? we're under an obligation I think we have an option to buy him okay Mm, interesting alright um, let's move on um, another one from um, Gilly uh, he just says given in my opinion a lack of loyalty and respect from Levy some players and too many fans would you hold it against Poch if he rocks up at another Premier League club in the summer even Arsenal I wouldn't he goes on to say if I were his ma wife barber tailor or rabbi I'd say don't be soft and go where you, where you please and then he just goes on to say shades of jennings many years ago poor form from this is about the decision i presume the decision to get rid of Poch, you know poor form from the board not players fans admittedly um will i still be talk, talking to my shrink about Poch leaving for arsenal or man u you know man united till i croak i've only recently stopped blaming <laughs> blaming um selling big pat to them for my failures in life if he did, I mean, would he really turn up at? I mean, United maybe if, United, if they sacked Ole. I can't see. I can't see any other English club outside of um, outside of well, outside of Spurs. Like the only one I can see is United, really. United. Um, he he's up for a bigger a tier club than you know. Um, uh, you know, there are clubs that are bigger than Tottenham. Believe it or not, Man United, Real Madrid, Barcelona. Juve maybe Bayern Munich PSG and he'll end up one of those um, he he he. I don't think he will sully his legacy and what he's done at Tottenham by going to Arsenal I really don't and mm-hmm. from what he said about he would never play for or manage Barcelona because he, he's got a ball on his shirt from when the time he was at Atleti I think that means something to him and I don't think he'll go there Okay, question from Ricardo Healer. Um, I was always potch in, but feel we will benefit from a change. What does the pod make up of make up of the new coaching backroom staff? From reading, Sacramento seems an exciting cog. Also, can you can you predict two players to flourish under Mourinho? And if you want to to be the dark two to go by the wayside, I think that. Ali's flourishing already, like you say, he's, he probably was coming back in better form. And I think he's going to, uh, Mourinho, make the most of Kane. He, uh, Mourinho loves a big, strong front man. He's had Drogba, he's had Costa. And I think he's going to get the best out, get more out of Kane from that. And he can te- teach him the dark arts. I don't think he'll turn him as snide as Costa was, but I think he'll just make Kane a different player again. Yeah. Um, the, the the backroom staff they're an interesting one I knew very little about them before they came in still know very little about them but what they brought with them is a uh, is a passion and they're they're very much engaged with the team so it's going to be interesting to see how they were how they do 
Um, it, it's interesting that they came in so quickly as well. Mm. It really is. Oh, this um, I mean, this this would have been talked about. Yeah, sure, that, this months. is. This, yeah, this is this has been planned for months. This is just and wasn't an overnight thing, was it? And this is this is the thing that pisses me off. And and, and yes, if you're going to get rid of a manager, it's great that you've got somebody ready to to, to be to, to take over. I mean, that's you know, you, the last thing you want to do is is do make a knee jerk knee jerk reaction, fire a manager, and then be like, uh, now what? What do yeah, I do? And you know, okay. Well, I mean, we've sort of been there before in the past under Levy when you consider. Um, we we got rid of Hoddle and David Pleat was caretaker manager for the rest of the season and then we got Santini in the summer more recently we got rid of AVB okay he had to go results had, uh, there was a thrashing against um, Man City and then and then the, his final game the 5-0 to, to Liverpool but what did we do we then got Tim Sherwood as a case caretaker for the rest of the season so this has been planned clearly which is good but also it's it, it's yeah, it does annoy me that for for months Pochettino was still there, and his he was just you know his position really had become untenable, and and Levy all along was planning somebody else, which uh, I it is what it is, unfortunately. Um, and as for two falling by the wayside, uh, I think Lo Celso will go. Um, I don't think he'll be kept on, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, and hate to say it but Winks might be one of the ones to suffer if he doesn't okay. see there's a, a pace for him he may be another one to suffer which is a pity because I, I love Harry he's great or if, if we really want somebody to go let's hope it's Rose or Wanyama or Wanyama let's, let's hope it's the players that are going to go anyway yeah, or, yeah. or surplus Ericsson. requirements yeah Ericsson I I, I see what you're saying about Lacelso. Um, I'm sort of hoping that it's just it's early days, and um, he hasn't he's not going to rush into any judgments, and he's going to get to know the players and the squad, and 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 then hopefully he'll he'll and we'll have a better idea of who's going to be there and who's not going to be there. Yep. Um, okay, uh, another one from Gilly. I think it's time for all that big dominant central def- defender um, that. David David Fornell has been calling about in previous pods um, and uh, Gilly goes on to say uh, for him um, Kabuli K- sorry Koulibaly at Na- Napoli but to be honest he, I, I take any no-nonsense meat and meat and two-page stopper at the moment I like I, I saw a bit of Kabuli Koulibaly last season the Champions League Senegalese international having used late 20s 28 I like the look of him um, surprised nobody went in for him yeah, but maybe he's happy where he is, or you know, there's mm. no need for him to move at the moment. So that's the thing. You you don't know if people have gone into him and they they said no. Yeah. Really, um, but yeah, let's uh, let's see if anybody's incoming in January, and if it is Decore or Koulibaly or uh, or another. Yeah, I mean, if we, if we did get a big that big sort of dominant central defender. Um, then I think one of one of the cent, 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 at least one of the centres central defenders at the club would be surplus to requirements. I mean, I know that Jan and um, Arvero's uh, contracts are coming to an end anyway this summer, so th- that might make things easier in terms of shifting people because they'd already be gone. But then there was some talk that they might be signing new contracts. So yeah, yeah, 
be interesting yeah. to, to see who is and who is who too isn't who is and who isn't part of Jose's longer term plan, plans uh, going into next season. Um, okay, let's finish off with a couple maybe more light-hearted questions. Actually, another one from Gilly. Sorry, I'm. I, I, he just says while not seen as a first choice player anymore but I think our midfield benefits greatly from the athleticism of Sissoko not just because of of the goal today the big problem is as much with the midfield mix as the defence at the moment in my opinion I think that's a really good point yeah uh, I would agree with that it's Sissoko's work rate and the fact that his engine he just he's quick he's strong and he's bloody everywhere Um, he's fantastic uh, at that and he he just where if you don't have people like and Don Bele, who aren't going to put in as much as a shift, he covers that, and that's where you need him. And I think maybe you never know. Uh, Maureen's spotted that, and he's going to play. He'll play more. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, slightly more light-hearted question from James Parr: um, Which player is the longest in the shower? See, when this used, this question used to be on um, Soccer AM, and one way of reading it for the kids is who takes the longest showers but there is another way of reading it um and i think the person who has the longest showers um may well be sissoko okay any reason why no he just looks like to me he's a very well groomed man fair enough um let's see if we've got any if we've got time for any more questions um well, let's finish off with another one from James Parr. Who in the first team squad is a ladies' man or a true family man on the flip side? Well, Kane's definitely a family man, isn't yeah. he? Um, and I, I, do you know what? I think uh, I think Son's a, very, a, a ladies' man. I think he's a bit of a charmer on the sly. Because who could resist that cheeky little smile? And, you know... I. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I think in Korea he's he all his milkshake brings all the girls to the yard definitely. <laughs> right, um on that bombshell, um we shall be recording the next podcast uh a week today and the day after the Bournemouth game. My guest on that occasion I hope to have David Fornell and Gilly on the pod. Are um, you sure it's them? Are you sure? I think it's them. Um but um we shall see. Um until then, thank you, John. No worries, Jeff. Mess ever. The future's bright. The future's really white. Good night. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its load of nights We fought our team through thick and thin and all those glory nights And when the game is done we'll sing a song and talk it out all night Hey, Come on Tottenham, stick it in the goal Come on Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen We've seen them come, we've seen them go, the names up on our shirt. Gods have failed as men are hailed and faces in the dirt. Now gather round and sing it out and we'll talk out over her.